Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from the WHIO studios. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit on Brown Street and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now here's your host, John Bedell and John Tisdell. Hey, Flyer fans. What's good? Not the Flyers tonight. 75-67, dating a loser to the Old Dominion Monarchs. They get out of <coughs> Charleston with a 1-2 and two record. Tis, there's going to be times where, as Larry Hanskin pointed out, you're going to look at this team this year and go... Boy, they're young. And mm-hmm. uh, today was one of those times. Was. And they dropped to Old Dominion, a team that is incredibly veteran, incredibly mm-hmm. incredibly methodical and physical with the way they go about their game, uh, and just manhandled the Flyers tonight, Tiz. And as Anthony Grant said, when they're the, um, you know, when you're giving up, the key tonight was defensively, when you're giving up points at a clip like they were giving up tonight, yeah. you let Old Dominion shoot, what, 51% from the field? Yep. Uh, almost 52%. That's just a clip that Tiz, they just couldn't overcome. They hung in there no. for about the first 12 minutes, and then after that, uh, they started to look young. Old Dominion extended that lead, and Dayton really couldn't, uh, could not cut back into it after that. Yeah, that was really the difference, really. It, it, Old Dominion took control of the game almost right from the word go. Uh, just, I mean, not, not from the word go, really, after the first uh, few minutes. Um, and the thing is, in, yeah, yeah, 11.30 left. Dayton led 17-16, 11.30 left in the half, and the Monarchs went on that 17-5 run over a seven-minute stretch. And really, that really was the thing that got to me is that Dayton just, again, was just affected by that zone. They just did not have an answer. So that's just, to me, was the uh, bottom line. Dayton drops to 500 on the year. They're 2-2. Two and two. They'll get a week off before taking on the Akron Zips at UD Arena Saturday night. But for now, 75-67, a loser to Old Dominion in Charleston. John Vidal, John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. More of it after we break for news right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. Fox News Radio, I'm Steve Rappaport. Two more setbacks for Senate Republican candidate Roy Moore, the young Republican Federation of Alabama withdrawing its support, and his Democratic opponent got a big boost today. Doug Jones was endorsed by the Alabama Media Group, quote, by the various misdeeds, miscalculations, and mistakes of its voters and leaders, Alabama has left itself with few options. Alabamians must show themselves to be people of principle and reject Roy Moore. Fox's Peter Ducey in Birmingham. Driving home a champion. Martin Truex Jr., 12 years in the Cup Series, and his roller coaster career is finally reaching the peak, putting an exclamation point on a near perfect season. The call on NBC Sports Martin Truex Jr. holds off Kyle Bush to win his first NASCAR season title. Fox News, we report, you decide. Dayton is buzzing with excitement. There's a housing boom, a new modern I-75, the new River Run, the library, and a newly renovated UD Arena. 
Code Credit Union is proud to be a part of Dayton's revitalization with our new headquarters and the renovation of our Monument Avenue branch. Code is proud of our Dayton roots and serving the Miami Valley for over 77 years. Code Credit Union, one good reason after another. Learn more about us at CodeCU.org. Member NC. UA. Cassano's Pizza has been Dayton's hometown pizza for nearly 65 years. Please welcome back Cassano's Fans in the Stands UD Basketball Pregame Show. Hosted at our Brown Street store. Make it your pregame or postgame stop for every home game. Just say King Me when you order an extra large deluxe pizza at regular menu price and receive a free medium pepperoni pizza. Call 294-KING or visit 294-KING.com to order now. Go Flyers! 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The Heart of the Nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of non-stop basketball action. There can only be one champion. The A-10 Championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meet weekly. Choose from seminars such as What's This Cloud I Keep Hearing About? What You Didn't Know About Taxes? Adventure Travel 2018, Artisan Bread Baking, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or to learn more. That's 229 It takes four essential ingredients to brew Bud Light. Barley, rice, water, and hops. But this is a 30-second commercial. So here's the sound of barley malting. It's super quiet. Sorry. Here's to the beer you can always count on. Brewed to be America's favorite light lager. Bud Light, famous among friends. Enjoy responsibly, Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Clouds linger for much of the evening, but breaking overnight down to 26, though, in the morning, so bundle up, but it won't be as bad in the afternoon with partly cloudy skies expected Monday. We'll climb back to 47. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into our studios here in Dayton. John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Flyers a loser tonight, 75-67 to the Old Dominion Monarchs in the fifth-place game of the Charleston Classic. Dayton drops to an even 2-2 two and two on the year. They'll get the week off, probably a much-needed week of rest after playing three and four days uh, before the Akron Zips come to town Saturday night at UD Arena at 7. Uh, Tiz, you'd, you'd always like to get out of there 2-1. and one. They did, did not do that. They nope. dropped to 1-2, and two, a less-than-ideal trip. Mm. Uh, but one of those where, I mean... It's no secret, you know, some other fans in the A-10 who we're not going to mention because they're not worth my time <laughs> yeah. uh, think that we don't know this is going to be a rebuilding year for the Flyers or like this is some revelation that people are breaking news that this is a young team that's going through a little bit of a rebuild. Not breaking news. Uh, this is a night where it really looked like it. There's going to be times yeah. where uh, they look young and inexperienced and tonight was it, Tiz, against a veteran mm-hmm. Monarch squad that's going to compete in Conference USA. 
Yeah, and that was the case again against Hofstra, where they were down 26-11, to 11, I think, with uh, under 10 minutes to go in the first half, uh, right around that point. So against veteran teams that Dayton's been playing in non-conference, they're having those issues, at least uh, for the time being. And like I've said before, I'm more I'm not as concerned about what the Flyers are doing now. I'm more interested in where Dayton's going to be in December and January during conference time. Yeah, you want to get wins. You want to get some non-conference wins. I'm not saying... They, Dayton shouldn't be winning. Yeah, but Dayton needs Dayton. Day, I'm more concerned about what the Flyers are going to be doing in uh, January and February around conference time. Look, the good sides of this tournament, I'm going to get to that. Daryl Davis, I thought, was spectacular. I mean, this is a guy who's picked it up. Anthony Grant talked about that. The yeah. team really wanted to get, get for him 27 points. Uh, I know some of those were garbage time when the game was essentially over. He played 37 minutes. You know he's going to need some rest. Josh Cunningham, 13 points. Uh, he was terrific uh, the other night, but uh, he had a tough matchup tonight against uh, ODU, a better ODU front court. I mean, Ohio University, they played four overtimes against Indiana State. We felt that game would never end and end and end, but it did finally when Dayton finally got in, got back into it. Um, had a good tournament, I thought. Um, I thought Jalen Crutcher had good moments. He played 28 minutes. Cunningham, 33. Zarius Williams, 34 minutes. He, this is a guy one of six from three. Uh, he's struggling from the, beyond the arc right now. Uh, that, that that That's one thing that I took not only from this tournament but the beginning of the year. So he's off to a slow start. Jordan Davis I thought looked good at times. Um, 11 points, 4-4 four, four from the floor tonight in 24 minutes. Um, that's something that he can build on. So there are good things for this team uh, to work on. The rebounding certainly – that was the case against tonight. They got out-rebounded by 13, gave up off 11 offensive rebounds, 15 second-chance points by the Monarchs. You just give ODU credit. They they had, they had set the tempo early, and you give them credit. And uh, Jeff Jones has done a good job at ODU, did a good job at UVA, like I said earlier, and uh, that was the case tonight. Yeah, it's a decent team. Early goings of this season, they're 85 Ken Palm ranking. Uh, they were picked fourth to finish in Conference USA. It is in their preseason poll. Yeah. Um, that's a 19-win squad from last year. Now, they haven't made the tournament since 2011, uh, but that's a team that, you know, is looking to try to get back into um, probably the auto-bid conversation. I doubt they'll be in the at-large talk this year, but a team looking to get back to the tournament for the first time in what would be eight years for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like you said, some positives. That's three straight nights of uh, career offensive outputs from Daryl Davis. Absolutely. Tis, he's really taken this uh, new opportunity uh, and new role of his in um, taking, you know, this new leadership role of being the lone senior on this squad mm-hmm. and growing into that. Uh, really is. I tweeted this during the game, but last month at a preseason meeting we had for feedback, it was over at Flanagan's, and it was myself – Larry Hansgen, and then Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, Nate Green at the table. Talking about the team, catching up on the offseason and whatnot. And one of the things that Larry had mentioned was how Anthony Grant was working with Daryl to sort of, you know, get in his head, motivate him, and prepare him for being the lone senior on this squad and the new leadership role that comes with it. And Tiz, so far in the early goings of the season, what a return on investment so far. Oh, absolutely. Daryl Davis, this absolutely. is this is a He's totally different Daryl Davis than we saw last year. And it's incredible what that level of confidence will do for a guy's consistency, Tiz. Because mm-hmm. we've seen flashes of this Daryl throughout, yep. you know, his three years yep. previous here at Dayton. Absolutely. But he's never found this level of consistency. And no. so far through four games, Tiz, he's consistent he's as all get out. And he's been their main offensive. Uh, leader, he. I mean, he's been the leading scorer. He's what for terrific. all four games now? No, three of the four. 
Yeah, I think that's correct. I think Cunningham, Cunningham was leading scorer with 22 against Ball State. But that's in Charleston, right. Darrell's right. been your leading scorer all three nights. That's correct. And and you know, and this is a good point that we that you that you just made. I mean, Daryl Davis at times has looked really good. Look at his freshman year, where he just could not miss from beyond the arc, and then he just hit that sophomore slump. And just was not playing with a whole lot of confidence. Even at times early last year, he was struggling with confidence. And then at some point, I think in the Northwestern game, that confidence started to pick back up again. Um, and really, it started on the defensive end. And then it started to translate into the offensive end, where his offensive game started to pick up. He started to make some more shots, and his um, and his game really picked up. And he's learned a lot, John. Think, keep in mind who he's had to play behind. Some pretty good players. Jordan Seibert, Charles Cook. Kyle Davis, Scoochie Smith, those are four pretty good players that Daryl Davis has had to learn from, and he's also had some pretty good coaching along the way, too. Guys like uh, you know our, our former coach, Archie Miller, who knows a thing or two about shooting, and Anthony Grant, who knows a thing or two about developing players. Look at the job he did recruiting when he was at Florida. Look at what he's done being in the system with Billy Donovan in the NBA. I'm sure he did some work probably with Russell Westbrook, and it's paying off for Daryl Davis. He challenged Daryl Davis, and Daryl's lived up to that, uh, averaging over 20 points a game to start it off, had a 27 tonight. Uh, he's really playing uh, really well, and uh, I'm really happy for him, really am. And I hope he, I hope this continues, and uh, I hope uh, Dayton's going to need a lot of this, not only um, uh, for, the, for the beginning part of this year, but I suspect for the rest of the year. Yeah, and a different look in the starting lineup, Tiz, too. I want to talk about yeah. that, too, because yeah. obviously you were, we were expecting that. Uh, or it was it, no, I shouldn't say we were it expecting it. It was going to happen. It was a given because Anthony said Friday night, hey, look, uh, you know, uh, Landers is not playing Sunday with that ankle injury. Mm-hmm. They went Crosby, Daryl Davis, Cunningham, Zerius, Costas in place yeah. of uh, Landers. But I thought they might go Jordan Davis, but a little I, bit of we curveball with yeah. Costas. Interesting look. Uh, Costas didn't play a whole lot, Tiz, tonight. No. He, if I can refresh this uh, box score here, we'll show minutes here. Costas had 15 minutes, so a start, not starters load no. in terms of minutes there. Um, again, flashes from Costas. There's another mm-hmm. guy, Tiz. You talk about a microcosm of this team. Raw talent, gonna look, gonna be times where you know he is, yeah, looking young and like a guy who uh, hasn't played college ball yet no. and hasn't played. And he's uh, still here recovering. Remember, he got hurt yeah. over the course of the summer. And he's still he's still not quite there yet. You know, I think the coaching staff made that comment. I think a few weeks ago before the season started, and you made a good point. I think at Flanagan's, you and Nate Green. Hey, look, he's not going to be the Greek freak overnight. We know his brother is doing really well in the NBA, and he's yes. got and his family's done well. But look, Co- give Costas some time. Costas is doing what he can do. Okay, let Cunningham is the is is the guy in the in is our best inside player right now. That's fine. Costas is going to give you what he can give you. That's great. But, um, you know, let Costas develop. Let Costas talk to me where Costas is going to be at the end of the year. Not right now. That's not where we, we should be judging this team. Talk to us at the end of the year, and then we can go ahead and maybe make those judgments. But there's just a lot of basketball to play. No, we'd like to be three, we'd like to be three and one, like to be two and one in Charleston. That's what we wanted. Uh, uh, last time we were in this tournament in uh, 2000, uh, 2012 uh, in Archie's second year. And we, we got that in Wooden last year out in out West, but we didn't get it. And uh, you know what? Now we deal with what we can deal with. We can rest. Dayton needs to rest. You had a couple of guys that were over 30 minutes tonight. Uh, Cunningham, Daryl Davis, and Zarius Williams. I think Zarius Williams needs to rest just to yeah. just to take the load off because he just 
you know, one of six. Now I'm going to pull up his stats real quickly, but that's that that's a guy that I, I that is that is really struggling from the floor. I think I have the stats. Yeah, up he was there. one of six from beyond the arc. Not a you know Four he of, is he is an accurate three point. He shooter. is now he hasn't been so far this year. No, but people forget. I mean, he shot he shot north of forty percent really well last year. Forty one point three, and you'll t- I mean that's. That's a good clip from Beyond the Arc. Uh, uh, he was top five in the A-10 last year, mm-hmm. three-point percentage. People forget that. Yeah, 423 from Beyond the Arc to start to, to coming into today's game. So yeah, he's off to a ideal. slow start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to pick up. But uh, uh, more than wait, I'd say 23 coming into today's game. He's taken 36 shots, 11 of 36 total. 23 of them are three-pointers. So hopefully we can see that, like to see that balance that out a little bit. Maybe settling for that three a little bit too much. But uh, you know what? I think maybe the defenses maybe have something to do with it. Maybe forcing Nazarius uh, to take some uh, quick shots. I don't know. But uh, we'll see what Dayton does against uh, the Akron Zips because uh, Akron's breaking in a new head coach, too, with Keith Dambrot now going John, to Ak- Yeah, correct. And John Gross is now up there. The former OU and Illinois man is now up That's at, right. in my hometown. Yeah, as you mentioned, I was talking to my dad about Keith Dambrot. We were uh, FaceTiming earlier today, and we were you know just talking about 810 and Akron hoops, as we do, as uh, two guys from Akron. And, uh, you know, we both know, and I've got I've got friends from back home, Tiz, who are close family friends with the Dambrots, and that he's going to be really good at Duquesne. Uh, but another, you talk about another team, Tiz, going through a rebuild. Dambrot's been a staple there for more than a oh, decade at Akron, and now with John Gross coming in, a guy I'm sure will do fine there. New coach, new system, new players. That's another squad. The Akron Zips going through um, a the rebuild tra- after yeah. they've gone toe to toe. Almost every one of the last several years with Kent State, whoever, yeah, in the MAC title game, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's a one bid league. Yeah. yeah, Akron's been in the discussion for the tournament mm-hmm. for many, many years now, and that's maybe probably going to take a little bit of a dip this year too. With it is. Gross taking over in his first year. Yeah, and Gross had success at Ohio University. You remember, I think it was yeah, what twenty twelve. They went to the Sweet 16 before Correct. losing to North Carolina. So they helped get him the Illinois job. That's right, and uh, did not have the success that he had at, at Ohio University at Illinois. Didn't have that success, and that's why he's uh, at Akron. Might be a good fit for him to be back with the in the MAC and may have that success again. But uh, Blake may not get that overnight. But uh, we'll see. And now it's going to be MAC action again. Uh, the action, action again. So balls. We had Ball State. We had Ohio University, and now we get. Uh, now we get Akron. All that's missing is a uh, Miami, Kent State, and Toledo, like we said the other night. And we'd had we'd have everything covered from uh, Eastern Ohio to all the Ohio schools. Back to thank God we're not playing Miami anymore. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the annual game that was about as much fun as a trip to the dentist. Oh yes, on the, the Charlie Coles days, mm-hmm. where first one to forty would win. That's right. <laughs> you've been you've been in Mullet Hall before. Yes, right? I have. It and is I'm like watching a game in a funeral home, man. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's awful. <laughs> oh my gosh, the so lighting the Mac, there is awful. The MAC title will be on the line when the Akron Zips come to you. That's Arena exactly right. Saturday night. <laughs> and no, the Here game will not be at Millette Hall. It will be at the Dayton Decibel Dungeon. That's right. My my first ever game, believe it or not, was in 1997 against Miami, and Wally Zerbe. I broke my heart that night. Yeah. Yeah, he broke a lot of people's hearts. Broke a lot of Flyers fans' hearts over the years. Oh, man. not only that, but a lot of other yeah. people led that team in the Sweet 16. And uh, Wally Zerbiak was a pretty good player uh, with Miami. And uh, and he's an analyst now. Didn't he, I yeah, think he's with, CBS Sports. With CBS Sports Network, Correct. I think. Yep. Former Cavalier. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so now uh, Dayton, the all-time series is between these two teams, the Monarchs and the Flyers, tied at six apiece. And uh, Dayton's now lost the last two. We talked about this, I think, Friday night. Mm -hmm. Last time they played was December 11th, 2010 at Old Dominion. That was a true road game for the Flyers. It was. Monarchs won that 74-71, and they best the Flyers tonight, 
75-67. So Dayton's now lost the last two. A road game mm-hmm. and a neutral site loss yeah. to the, the Monarchs. That's right. This game was not as close as the score would indicate. It was not an eight-point game. Dayton no. got some guard. Th- th- no. This game was over a while, and it just... Like I think you know what, just to reflect a little bit, just to recap before we go to the break, it just it just there was no energy, and just it just seemed uh, you know even throughout the game, and just you know we looked like a young team, we just looked like a team that just didn't want to be there. I think I'm not sure if Keith said that, maybe paraphrasing or misinterpreting Keith's comments during the Bud Light post game show, but it was symptoms just of a young team, and I think. Would it have happened with last year's squad? Probably not. But you know what? They were a veteran team. This is a different team. It's just something that uh, we're just going to have to adjust to. And we'll adjust to it. But uh, look, I mean, you give credit to where credit's due. Randy Haynes was just incredible. I mean, they couldn't miss from beyond the arc in the first half. ODU, five three-pointers. They shot over 50% for the game. Haynes, 25 points. Carver had 19 points. Uh, The Stitts, BJ Stitt, 10 points. Brandon Stitt, 8 points. And Trey Porter had 12 points for ODU. And the Flyers, they had three guys in double figures. Uh, aside from Daryl Davis with 27 points, Cunningham 13. A lot of other people struggled. Darius Williams 107. Jalen Crutcher was 0-5. Jalen Crutcher 0-5. Mates Vibota 2-4, 0-2 from 3. Just was one of those nights as Larry Hanskin began his questioning with uh, Anthony Grant tonight. But the only thing Old Dominion didn't do well was bench points. But you didn't need that when your starting no. lineup went 25-19, and 12-10-8. Dating a loser tonight, 75-67. They will get a week off, and uh, they'll get aboard the plane tonight, coming home with a 1-2 record from Charleston. John Bedell and John Tisdale here with you for Flyer Feedback. Fans, more of it after this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Looking for a creative gift? Treat someone 50 years of age or better to a learning experience they won't forget. A gift certificate to the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton. They can choose from a list of seminars at the time best for their schedule, such as History of the 1919 World Series, Artificial Intelligence, Intermediate iPhone, Creative Studio, Shoot Process Print, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal fun environment. Call 229-2347 to purchase a gift certificate today. Own a business but baffled by digital marketing? You have to be there, but how? Introducing the all-new Cox Digital Marketing, a company you know with proven results. Right now, we can create a full report of your website, plus even audit your competition. Then, our digital media experts will work with you to create a custom digital marketing plan. Start today at coxdigitalmarketing.com. Proud to have Google's premier partner endorsement, their highest honor. Cox Digital Marketing, trusted custom solutions. At our home, winter nights are complicated. Either I end up freezing. Or I'm sweating. Hi, I'm Missy Tannen. And I'm Scott Tannen, founders of Bolin Branch, the world's most comfortable sheets. And now we've created the world's first luxury flannel bedding, available for a limited time at BolinBranch.com. Try them risk-free for 30 nights. Go to BolinBranch.com today for $50 off your first set, plus free shipping with promo code SLEEP. Spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code SLEEP. I hate water softeners. I really hate softeners. I hate the thought of lugging salt and that it ruins septic systems. But I hate hard water that causes lime scale, which costs thousands in appliance damage and wasted energy. Stop hating and start loving again with the HydroCare Smart Descaler from Wave Home Solutions. Prevent and eliminate lime scale the smart way. No maintenance, no salt, no plumbing required, and better than magnetic wraps. One-year performance guaranteed. Go to IHateMySoftener.com. IHateMySoftener.com. 
Get Black Friday savings all month long on Maytag brand appliances at Menards. Clean up with Maytag washer and dryer pairs, like a 4.5 cubic foot capacity Maytag washer with enough space to clean 29 towels at once. Get Black Friday savings all through November on Maytag appliances at Menards. Offers good through December 2nd. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. Don't you just love the Dayton Daily News on Thanksgiving Day? It's stuffed with big savings on toys, electronics, clothes, and everything you need to get started on your holiday shopping. And I've got great news. Those deals are arriving a day early. This Wednesday after 12 p.m., get a special edition of the paper complete with all of Thursday's ads. Find it where you buy the paper. Speedway, Kroger, Meyer, and many more locations. Supplies are limited. Get your copy and save big. Clouds linger for much of the evening, but breaking overnight down to 26, though, in the morning, so bundle up, but it won't be as bad in the afternoon with partly cloudy skies expected Monday. We'll climb back to 47. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into our Dayton studios. John Bedell, John Tisdale, and you here for Flyer Feedback. This segment is the home stretch of it. Dayton a loser tonight, 75-67 to the Old Dominion Monarchs. Tiz, we heard from Anthony Grant in the postgame, mm-hmm. and one of the things he talked about with Larry Hanskin was, uh, first of all, Larry asked Anthony, more than half your shots were threes, and they only got to the line seven times. That's not what you want, is it? And that was Larry's question, and Anthony said no. He went into talking about, as we've talked about, look, with the youth, we're relying on freshmen Mm -hmm. to generate offense for us. That was something we knew we would have to deal with coming into this season. Exactly. They were going to have a tough time manufacturing offense unless they could get some ball movement and some player movement. Old Dominion took that away from them tonight, uh, Tiz, and Anthony said this, uh, that situation we just described, having a tough time getting your offense going without ball and player movement, that was indicative of a problem they saw tonight. You know, Old Dominion's a really good defensive team. They took away uh, some options from us uh, there in, at the, in the meat of the game, and we settled for, for long-range shots. Some of them were late clock that we had to. Some of them were early uh, in possessions where, you know, we were trying to go for home run plays when we needed to maybe milk a little bit and, and try to get a higher-quality shot. So there you go. We talked about the uh, shot selection, Tiz. They didn't shoot terribly well from beyond the throw. No. 36%. It's not, not you know, awful. not awful, but 33 threes. And it was a, it was yeah. there were stretches there, Tiz, that because of that zone the Monarch threw at them, they had an inability to get underneath the zone and run the offense from within it. And as a result, as Anthony said, they were settling for threes and they ended up dying by the three ball. And it was frustrating, too, because there were times where when they did get the ball inside, they were having success in the paint when they could pull it off. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't always easy tonight. And Dayton cut it to 54-47. They had 10-08 left. They had had made six straight shots. You know, Daryl Davis had 18 at that point. And then at the under eight timeout, you know, they kind of cooled off a little bit. They had 41 shots, 25 threes. And and just it was just indicative that it was just they were hot and cold and you know when you're when you're settling for those jump shots those need to make and they weren't they were settling for jumpers and they weren't making them and it was you know again we give credit to ODU ODU deserves a lot of that credit but um, you know 
now now it's what are the Flyers going to do from here? How are they going to learn from this? You know, hopefully you get Trey Landers back. That'll help with the depth a little bit. Uh, hopefully that the kids are going to learn from this. Jalen learns from this. Uh, Svoboda going to learn from this. And uh, Jordan Crosby, uh, not Jordan Crosby, Jordan Davis, excuse me, uh, that uh, Jordan's going to pick up a little bit, uh, continues to uh, build. I think he had some success at times uh, in this tournament. Um, there are good things to build on, but there's also some work to do. And uh, you know what? This team's a work in progress. And, uh, you know, I'll repeat what I said again. Uh, don't talk to us where this team is now or in December. Let's decide where this team is late February and March. Because if this team's playing their best basketball in February and March, then that's really where we need to be paying attention to. Yeah, this is sort of a long youth season for this long team. Long season, the, a lot of ball know, sort of rebuild and, and youth. And that's something that I think it's cute that some people think we don't realize that. Uh, that's, you know, it's even the most... Uh, whatever the antithesis of being pragmatic is, even those fans in the fan base uh, should know that this is going to be, you know, it, it, one of those seasons. And it's okay. It's it okay is. It's okay to have it. It is. You know what? I mean, you know, Costas, you know, Costas is probably the perfect example. We talked about that. You know, at times he looked really good. Looked really good yes. at times. You know, looked good the other night. Had some good plays even against Hofstra. Just tonight uh, was in the starting lineup for the first time in ODU, the veteran team. Kind of took him out of the game. And, you know, Josh Cunningham, you know, dominated against Ohio University tonight against a more veteran team. Um, not, not not a horrible game, but was not, you know, 13.7 rebounds. But uh, the guards also, I thought, rebounded too, without looking at their st- size. Um, you know, Stiff, and, you know, I think uh, the father, I think of Brian Stiff, the former UVA player, I think he's an assistant. The Stiffs, you know, they they were good rebounders. I think the guards just seemed to be tough rebounders as well. I think that's what also gave Dayton some problems too. But you know what? Now it's uh, we're on we're on Akron. One of the positives I think is that we've seen through what four games now is that one of the things we believed going into the season and we've seen yeah. confirmed in the early going. Josh Cunningham and Daryl Davis have cemented themselves they as have. two of the leaders of this Absolutely. team. Absolutely. You think Zeris is going to be the third? Now the only thing he hasn't been doing well is offensively. Mm-hmm. That'll come around, I think, but he's doing everything else so well right he now. Will. You live with the you know poor shot selection. Right. And as a junior, you can sit him down. Grant can say, listen, uh, they're going to have a conversation, I think, about his three-ball selection. If they're I in the flow so. of the game, fine. But some of this pitch-and-catch stuff, let's cut that out. So he's going to be fine. But right. you know, s- starting to see some upperclassmen leadership. And Tiz, you can't complain with Daryl Davis starting no, his career. Three of the first four games start. he's played. Their career nights. One more time, Dana Loser tonight, 75-67. That is going to do it for us tonight. Our next game is Saturday against the Akron Zips at UD Arena. Our coverage starts with the Bud Light pregame show live from Casano's on Brown Street at 6, and then Larry and Bucky have the call at 7. We will see you on the radio Saturday night, Flyer fans. Until then, I'm John Tisdell. And I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Go Flyers. Flyers.